Taylor Swift returns to Spotify and other streaming services, and the world goes, oh my God. Also, Raza Aslan gets the axe at CNN finally a week after his destructive tweet, and we mourn the loss of a big-time TV superhero and star for many years. We'll talk about those and some of the other big conversations for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That makes today's Daily Recap wrap-up for June the 12th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, your host for the Conversations Podcast, and of course, your moderator at thisisconversations.com, plus our social media sites where we have the best conversations with the best people around the world. That's being you folks out there. And the conversations are the trending stories, some pretty big, some pretty obscure, but the stories that are interesting and mean the most to you out there. Those are not necessarily ones that get stuck in the breaking news cycle that stays breaking news for three days or so, but we do jump on the big stories and we make sure that some of the smaller stories get some love as well. Make sure that we get your opinions on those stories. Check them out on Facebook at This Is A Conversation. Find us on Twitter at TH underscore Conversation and our main website, of course, ThisIsAConversation.com. At our main website, we have a link where you can get your conversation conversations and your opinions uh, give you a little money in your pocket. We have something called a conversation survey panel where uh, we sent out to you paid surveys, some paid surveys, some informational surveys, surveys to get plenty of things going and get your information. And of course, get you paid if we can find something that's in your interest. Go to the website. This is a conversation.com slash survey panel and you can apply and it's just fill out a form. And if you we find something that's an interest that you like, We'll send you a survey. You do it, we'll give you money directly into your PayPal account, just like that. So, uh, a quick uh, announcement, some housekeeping to get things going. We are trimming up some of the work for the podcast, for the daily podcast. Uh, We got some feedback on some of the rambling and some of the longer versions we've done. So, we are circling in or pinpointing in on some of the better conversations, the higher rated conversations on all single days. Now, the weekend, especially this weekend, seemed to be a lackluster weekend for conversations until late last night, and unfortunately, I was asleep. Uh, so what we're going to do is focus on 10 to 12 of the biggest stories of the day, the ones that got the most uh, reaction, or we may think one in that we just think is cute in there. So we'll be trimming down a bit on the daily Recaps, so it'll be just down to 10 stories. Our plans for the weekends will be the top 10, and then about 10 to 12 of the other big ones. We're going to trim that down as well, and we're going to start getting an interview into that segment pretty swiftly. So that's our plan for that. So now the housekeeping is done. Let's get on to the biggest conversations we had for the weekend, starting with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Of course, Thursday night at midnight or Friday, early Friday morning, Taylor Swift put her music catalog back on the streaming services, Spotify most notably, because that was the one that she uh, spoke out against the most. But it was on many other streaming services. It was the same time, coincidentally or ironically, that other people were releasing their albums, which isn't necessarily anything but a coincidence, except for one of those albums released was the fifth studio release by Katy Perry. And, of course, Katy Perry, Taylor, Taylor Swift have a bit of a spat going back and forth. Although, over the weekend, apparently there were some kisses and hugs and some makes up. And Katy Perry says that the beef should be over. She'd like to, all the hate to go away. Uh, although, earlier in the week, they were basically saying that Taylor Swift was doing this just to get on Katy Perry's nerves. 
So we'll see how that works out. Anyway, Taylor Swift's uh, new music, which is actually old music, didn't necessarily crack all the top tens, but it did make a big dent for all the people who had to go out and buy the music when it went away from the streaming services, who essentially just stopped listening to their paid music and just went back to listening on the stream. So Katy Katy Perry got some love, hitting some number ones for the weekend. But, of course, Taylor Swift getting back on many playlists for many people based on their Spotify. Japan passed a landmark bill that's going to allow Emperor Akito to abdicate. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, let's think about London, England, and the U.K., and the um, the Queen, who is uh, in her 80s and um, not going anywhere, which is getting in the way of her son, uh, who uh, can't be king because they want his son to actually be king. So, and so... Essentially, the new people of the generation want the younger guy to be in charge. And since the older person is still in charge, which they actually still love, there is a kind of an issue for the actual passing of the crown. Uh, so let's say the queen dies within the next year or so. God forbid that. And then Prince Charles becomes the king for a short time, only to die within a couple of years because he's pretty old himself. And so. That's kind of an issue over there. You get a uh, a logjam of monarchy in the sense where we have stuff going on there. In Japan, it's basically the same issue. There's essentially a generation in between the younger generation and the crown prince, uh, the, the next person to be line emperor, and the current emperor very much kicking it is uh, sort of in the way. So Japan is going to let him abdicate, no longer be emperor, so that there can be some succession, so they can move ahead with a newer monarchy. Now, just like in England, the emperor doesn't actually control much anything in uh, Japan. It's all ceremonial, but it's still a position that they revere over there. Verizon announced they're going to lay off about 2,100 employees after the finalization of the Yahoo deal. Now, this is something that you would expect. When you have two companies come together, you have double the management, which is number one. So you try to merge as much as possible, uh, see who you keep, who doesn't get, who you keep, who, do, who don't keep. And in a lot of cases, the people on the on the side getting acquired get the axe, unless there's something special. In this case, Yahoo and Verizon, both being, quote, media and tech companies, depending on what they're doing at the day, uh, will have double tech duties and double media duties. Of the 2,100 we're talking about, these are mostly just kind of the regular guys that are working. Of course, there will be some axes at the top with the management. We all know Mr. Melissa Meyer and most of the main Yahoo management is gone as soon as this thing is done. But how about the talents and the things that go along the way? Will Verizon keep the Yahoo portal and keep Katie Couric as the Yahoo reporter, the mainly only Yahoo reporter, and things going that things? Those questions are yet to be asked. But about 2,100 positions are expected to be cut when the actual deal goes down as the two actually merge together. Amanda Bynes was in the news and actually on the news. Uh, she admits that she has been having some issues. She is now three years sober after being out of the limelight in quite some time and looking to get back into acting soon. Now, she gave an interview on TV that was very telling about the trials and tribulations of coming out of teenhood, essentially, and coming out of being a teen actress, a child star, and becoming an adult, and some of the things that happen when just having adult problems get magnified when people have a, a magnifying glass on you all the time because you're famous. Not being able to handle the fame part as well as she thought, um, and, of course, a lot of booze keeping uh, that um, that down. Uh, she's able to get back on her feet now, wants to get back into acting soon. Nothing's been in, put in the works. No one's asked, actually asked her to do anything, uh, but she wants to get back into the, to the spotlight and back to do more acting very soon. 
CNN dropped Reza Aslan after his comments about Trump last weekend or two weekends ago at this point. Remember, Donald Trump sent out some pretty weird tweets after uh, the attack in London two weekends ago. And immediately after that, uh, As- uh, Aslan sent off a tweet calling Donald Trump a piece of blank. A uh, lot of backlash, a lot of talk back and forth. And just like Kathy Griffin got the axe for her Trump uh, uh, complaints, we'll call it a complaint, Aslan also gets to drop as well. Although it probably helps that his show was pretty much not watched by very many people and was just a fringe thing that was put on to kill time, essentially. One of those things he put on the weekends uh, to kill some time when they don't have live reporting going on. So if he were more, if he were more of a actual personality... We will see. I mean, of course, Anderson Cooper didn't get fired for his eye roll, but it was just an eye roll at Kelly and Conway, not calling an expletive to the President of the United States. Two soldiers killed by Afghan Army soldier in inside attack. Now, this turned into three later on in the day after the whole thing was down. What this was was what's called a green attack. Uh, an Afghani soldier who was working with the American soldiers in Afghanistan, uh, working for the uh, ISIS, ISIS took uh, responsibility for this, uh, opened fire on U.S. soldiers in the middle of, just un- of nothing. Uh, in, in a regular situation, just opened up fire on the people inside, inside job. Three people ultimately lost their lives in this action, and of course the man was subdued pretty quickly. Now, this is something that's uh, not too uncommon in these situations. The Afghans have had some issues, uh, as long as the Iraqis, of course, having issues rebuilding their armies and forces for many reasons. Number one, a lot of times the go- the governments have problems paying their soldiers, which means a lot of times getting people to be loyal to the cause. Number two, the soldiers aren't quite up to snuff, and they'll just walk off the job in cases anyway. And three, in cases like this, some people are radicalized and doing their best to infiltrate the system and then fire attacks at, at the will of ISIS and the Taliban and things like that. So very sad story. And hearts and prayers go out to uh, the soldiers and their family uh, that were had to deal with this incident over the weekend. We also mourn the loss of Adam West. Adam West, who's been all over the place for years, dying at the age of 88 after a short battle with leukemia, best known to many of three generations as the original television Batman from the 60s uh, as the comic book went to a more funny cartoonish era, uh, the television show took it that much further and it put Batman, i.e. Adam West, also Burt Ward as Robin and many a famous person on that show uh, into uh, stellar heights and and great sorts of of establishment. Of course, three Catwoman uh, cast for the show the very first black Catwoman being being Eartha Kitt, along with Julie, Julie Newmar and other uh, great people in, who did the role. Um, Cesar Romero playing the Joker and refusing to shave his mustache, so having extra caked um, um, makeup to his Joker costume, uh, things like that as well. Uh, uh, Meredith Burgess playing the Penguin, wanting whack, whack, whack. Iconic images and iconic characters from the 60s and from the comic book originally of course Batman now a much more darker knight more to the original version of the comic where he was the dark detective doing pretty shady things in some cases uh, The our original TV Batman of course Adam West we all mourn the loss of him plus all the things he's done in the future past in including uh, being animated on Family Guy playing Catman on uh, the Fairly fairly Odd Parents, Uh, of course, being in uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Family Guy already said, of course, also spending time with The Simpsons 
as well. So we're all mourning the loss of, um, it's hard to say whether he's a great actor, but definitely a great personality and seemingly a great person. Everyone showed their love for Adam West over the weekend. Puerto Rico headed to the election polls yesterday to see if they would be a state. Well, it's a complicated issue, but uh, a bulk of Puerto Ricans, they, the majority voted for, yes, the statehood of Puerto Rico, but it's not the first time they did that, and it doesn't mean it actually has a chance of happening. They happened, This happened last in a referendum five years ago, 2012, where the bulk of Puerto Ricans voted for statehood. Remember, Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. It's essentially all the people that live there are citizens, but they have limited rights, uh, including they don't have a representation in D.C., and unlike people who actually live in the District of Columbia, they can't actually vote for the president. So that's one of the big things. They can't actually, they don't actually have a say in what gets done. They basically are told by the government how things work, which is exactly what will happen with the statehood thing, because Congress will have to actually ratify a, a, some sort of amendment to make them a state. Uh, just because the people want to be a state, it is not like back in the day when Alaska and Texas and some of those places wanted to be states. Uh, there's not a lot of upside for Puerto Rico being the 51st state, although it essentially has been for at least 20 years. Right now, this the nation is billions of dollars in debt, dealing with job crisis and all sorts of things that statehood would allow them some of the extra federal protections that the other states have that they don't have as a territory. Puerto Ricans want it. We'll see if Congress wants to make that happen. The warship USS Gabrielle Giffords was commissioned in Texas over the weekend. Gabby Giffords, of course, a former senator from Arizona who was shot at a rally uh, by a just deranged man uh, who survived the the incident, uh, was there on hand for the commissioning of the ship, and she was very proud to be a part of that and have her name as a part of history here as well. And former President Jimmy Carter was on a flight from D.C. to Atlanta, and he stopped and walked through the aisles and shook everybody's hands on the plane. Yes, he shook hands with every single person on a plane from Washington to Atlanta because because he's Jimmy Carter, I guess. That comes to our very first message that we have for today. We'll just do the first message today, and that happens to be from last night's Megyn Kelly um, news show on NBC, which isn't doing so well so far. Two weeks ago when it debuted, there was the interview with Vladimir Putin where Putin apparently, uh, and they, they made it look that way because they edited it, uh, took Megan to task for pretty much everything and just kind of looked like a buffoon in the interview. Like, why would they ever even air this thing? Last night, she did an interview with Alex Jones, the very, very controversial InfoWars host, and now she's getting flack from many for allowing Alex Jones, who is essentially a conspiracy theorist, to spout off his nonsense on TV, offering him a place to let his platform fly when most people of rational descent uh, think that he should really, really, really go away. We talked a lot about, about, about Alex Jones here in the conversation in response to his divorce where his wife was suing for full custody because she said he could not distinguish between uh, the personality Alex Jones and the father, regular person Alex Jones. And his lawyer said, well, they're two different characters, so it's no big deal. And Alex Jones is like, nope, I'm this guy all the time, which is why Alex Jones no longer has full custody of his kids. That is the conversations uh, for the weekend, and plus the first one we had for this morning. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast for all the conversations and just being in the loop. Even though it was kind of a low weekend, we're glad you were around to chit-chat with us 
anyway. You can keep chit-chatting with us in real time by going to Twitter and following us at TH underscore conversation. Also, Facebook, find us at This Is The Conversation. And our main website is, of course, thisistheconversation.com. Stop by and visit some of our sponsors. You know, hook them up so they can keep hooking us up so we can keep hooking you up. That's the way it works around here. And, of course, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on any bits of pieces of us redoing rehashing what we've already rehashed a few times over the past couple days so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you five times thank you today for being a part of our world making this thing happen we cannot have conversations without people to have conversations with and that means talking to people you need uh, more specific conversations if we're not talking about something in particular that you want to talk about send us a message and let us know and of course as I already said subscribe and tune in we'll have plenty more great conversations on the Twitter in the Facebook <laughs> on our website and of course inside this podcast from this conversation